0: Hey, good morning, y'all. This is Mia Clements with Speak Up Ministry Podcast, episode four. Um, and the topic um, is called Beating the Donkey. So this morning I was sitting down for my quiet time. And again, if you haven't noticed, I am in the book of numbers. And today's um, topic that I was reading was Balaam's Donkey, hence Beating the Donkey. And um, and I also do have my lovely husband with me this morning. So you wanna say hey? Hey guys. Um so he's gonna be joining in on the conversation this morning. And speaking of Balaam's donkeys, so we're just gonna go ahead and jump right in. Um if you don't know where that is in scripture, it is Numbers twenty-two, twenty-one through thirty-nine. Um, so if you have your Bible, your Bible app, whatever it may be, you can go in and read that. but I am going to summarize it up just because it is um, quite a a good long uh, scripture but it is talking about Balaam and the donkey obviously and Balaam is on his way and to the Mobots and on his way there he's on the donkey the donkey sees one of the Lord's angels, in the pathway. And the donkey's trying to go a different way, and Balaam gets down and starts beating the donkey. And the donkey tries to go a different way, because the angel's trying to block his path from a different direction. So Balaam's getting down and beating him again. Well, then finally, the donkey bows down at the angel's feet, and um, Balaam starts beating him again. Well, then the donkey starts talking to him. Am I not your own donkey? This is on uh, verse 30. Am I not your own donkey, which you've always ridden to this day? Have I been in the habit of doing this to you? And Balaam says, no, he said. Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with his sword drawn. So he bowed down and fell face down. So he bowed low and fell face down. And the angel had said, "Um, I've come here to pose you because your path is a reckless one before me. And Balaam said, I did not realize you were standing in the road to oppose me. Um, so thinking back on this, how many times in our lives have we been down a pathway and we're going along this direction, this wrong way, and we've had people in our lives, whether it's loved ones or, a, you know, a spouse, family members, siblings, um, family of choice, coworkers whatever that may look like for you, trying to stand in your way to direct you off of the path that you're going because they know where it's going to lead. They know that the outcome that's coming, the way that you're headed, and you may not be physically beating them, but you're pushing them away. You may be mentally, um, you know, abusing them um, or something of that nature, Or just pushing them away, not listening to them until finally, once you finally do and God opens your eyes, you realize, oh, my gosh, what have I been doing? Thank you, Lord, for opening my eyes to see this. Thank you for the people that have stood by my side and continue to help me through this. So I know, for instance, personally for myself, um, I have. Many stories where I have went down the wrong path and I've had people come in and say, yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. I think you're not headed down the right path, but obviously we can get a little stubborn sometimes and we think, no, I've got this. This is my life. Don't tell me what to do. Um, I'm a grown individual. (laughs) This is my way or the highway. And especially for one instance that um, really came to my mind was when I started to toy with the devil and play around with being unfaithful to my husband. And at that time, I was so in with the enemy and he had my mind and my thoughts so covered up with lust and everything else that I was so blinded by what everyone else, especially my sister, because um, that's who I really confided in, um, her telling me, Mia, this is not the path you want to go down. In my mind, though, I thought my marriage is over. Um, I, I don't feel loved. I don't feel wanted. So I'm going to go find it somewhere else, which in reality, that was not the case at all. I was not communicating any of this with my husband. And so I started to head down that path. And yes, you know, it did lead to an affair and it's not something I'm proud of at all. But finally, even after my sister tried to direct me and correct me in a loving way, it still, I still wouldn't change until God finally opened up my eyes and said, Mia, what are you doing? You have a family, you have a a wonderful, loving husband, you have a son together These people that you're stepping out with to do these things, they don't care about you at all. They just want one thing. And we all know what that one thing is. If they're doing it with you, they're doing it with everybody else. So I'm super happy and I'm super glad that I had my sister in my life, even though I may not have listened to her in the moment or during that time. Going forward, I know like she had my best interest at heart. She wasn't doing it at a spot or anything like that. Like, she truly had my best interests at heart. She knew that my marriage um, was more than anything else and that she wanted to help protect that. So, Daniel, what is something um, you may not have experienced anything um, going off the wrong path or something like that? But what's something that could help other people um, going forward in situations where, Maybe they didn't have somebody to to step in and say, hey, you're going down the wrong path. This is what you need to do. What would you have to say for people that may be in that situation?
1: Uh, One thing before we kind of jump into that, um, well, one, I I don't think we really introduced myself. My name is Daniel (laughs) Clemens. Uh, Like she said, I'm her husband, and we've been uh, been on this journey for uh, a little over eight years now. Anyways, I just want to kind of dig in a little bit deeper to what she was talking about because there was a lot more going on behind the scenes than just um, the thoughts that she was having of lust and everything else because I think, what would you say, do you think that that was a time in your life where you were rejecting love because you didn't really love who you were?
0: Absolutely. I, I did not love who I was, who I was becoming. Um, I didn't feel like I actually could be loved, um, because of all the things that had happened in my past. And I felt very shameful of who I was.
1: Yeah. And so like, I, I feel like when a lot of times we want to look at the outward. Um, realities of what they're doing because that's something that we can see and we can measure we can see that she's feeling lustful she's going out she's um, having the affairs and everything else and we can focus in on that but a lot of times what's what's really going on is what's underneath the surface what's going on in their heart what's going on in their mind um, and, like, she was in a point in her life where she was going through postpartum depression. Like, she had all these things that were coming down on her that she didn't, she was rejecting any kind of love because she didn't love who she was herself. So, until we get to a place where we can learn to love ourselves, it's hard to, for us to allow others to love us. And so, I think that that was a, a bigger issue that was going on in, in that moment. Um, rather than just, the, the lust and the, the affairs and things of that nature. Would you agree with that?
0: Yeah. And it took a long time to love the person that I am. Um, I did have to do a lot of seeking and praying and even trusting God because I didn't feel like he loved me and realizing that he is not ashamed of me, um, he has forgiven me. His grace has covered all of my sins. You know, that was something I had to step up and obviously um, repent and turn the opposite way. Um, do a complete 180, not a 360, because I definitely didn't want to turn back into that same direction. But do a 180 and start following Christ and start to actually learn to love myself before I could come to the mindset that anybody else could love me
1: yeah so that's that's the biggest thing that i can uh kind of attest to It's just i had people in my life that were helping me through these moments that were speaking because if it was just me i was so focused on the outside of what i see and what i can tell And if it wasn't for the, my mentors and things of that nature that I was, that I was seeing at the time, letting me know, Hey, there's a deeper rooted issue going on here. Like it's not just about the affairs. It's not just about the lust. It's not just about her not wanting to be with you anymore. This is all to do with her and how she's feeling about herself. And that's causing her to reject everyone around her. And so that that to me is a big um it's always a great idea to have a mentor in your life and somebody that can see the picture from the outside in because when you're in it, there's only so much that you can see because the enemy wants you to see that hey, she's cheating on you, you don't deserve this, you need to leave, and all these things, but when in reality she just needed somebody to be there for her to love her through it and to to Show her that, hey, I don't care what we have to go through. Like, I'm going to be by your side and we're going to get through this. And if you don't have the people that are speaking life into your marriage or whatever your situation is that you're going through, it's going to be a very difficult life to navigate because we can't do it alone. We have to have other people who have been through similar situations that can guide us through the situations that we're in. Absolutely. So kind of going, um, leading back into the, uh, the donkey and just having people that, um, have spoken into our lives. Um, that's something that I didn't really have. Um, I guess I've never really had people in my life that would just straight up confront me on, on, on issues that I were going through, which in my defense, I guess, or in their defense, um, I've, I've never really been, that far sideways like not to a point where somebody probably needed to step in I guess maybe they thought that you know well he's just being a typical you know 20 year old trying to figure out life and maybe that's you know what it was and that's why nobody ever really confronted me but I mean there was a time before I really got um, serious and focused on on uh, my face and everything like that where I was drinking a lot you know I mean I, I didn't it wasn't to the point where it was affecting my job or anything, but every time a weekend would roll around, I was going out drinking and partying it up, driving when I shouldn't be on the roads and all this stuff. This was all before I became a police officer and everything. But I never really had somebody that would just be like, hey, you need to watch the path that you're going down because this is a slippery slope. And so, like, you know, there's, maybe there's not anybody in your life that will speak, um speak into you or, or things of that nature. And that, that to me, I kind of want to speak to the people that maybe you have somebody that you know, that's, that's going through something and you feel like you should say something, but you don't know if you should, or how it should be said, or should I bring it up at all? Like we need to, we need to be those people in their lives that are going to confront them and are going to, you know, say something when they're going down those paths, because Otherwise, we don't know what we don't know and so until somebody brings it to our attention, we don't I mean we just may think we're out having a good time we have it under control like it's not a big deal or anything like that but it is a big deal like if you know that somebody's kind of going down the wrong path and they need to get get corrected like say something to them and yeah, having tough conversations may lead to conflict but if we don't start the conversation nothing can be done about it and so yeah you might it might end up getting heated it might there might be some words said or you know hey i've got this under control like i'm i'm a, I'm a grown adult i don't need any help from you like who are you to tell me what, I, what to do look at all the things you've done wrong like all of a sudden now they're going to be you know pointing out things that you've done they're going to be responding in anger like these are all things that may occur if you confront somebody because these are all things that occurred you know when I would try to have conversations with Mia when she was in that stage where she didn't want to receive anything like like she usually responded with anger, but you have to see past that like you have to see what's going on underneath the surface because there is a deeper rooted issue, and one of my one of my prayers that I always said whenever, uh, I was going through the situation with Mia was God, allow me to love her the way that you love her. Allow me to see her the way that you see her. And that kind of helped me look past the, the outward emotions that she was projecting on me, such as the anger and everything else. And it allowed me to really see through that and see the hurt underneath everything. Um, and so whenever, uh, Whenever you think about these things, whenever you have these conversations, don't so much focus on the outward emotion that comes. And maybe they're super receptive and they say, yeah, you're right. I've been going down this path and I really need somebody to help me get through it. Maybe that's the response. And if it is, that's great. Like they're open, they're humble, they're ready for change. But a lot of times that's not the situation. A lot of times it takes several uh confrontation several conflicts several different times of confronting the issue before they finally see it and so if you have that kind of situation and just try to not to focus on the outward emotions that they project on you and try to see through it and see the pain that they're going through in order to uh, be able to walk them through the situation
0: speak it as somebody that's going to Have that courage and go to somebody that they see, they know, they love, that is going off the wrong path. What could you tell them so that they feel comfortable? Maybe they don't know how to start that conversation. Maybe they don't exactly know what to say. What would be one thing that you could tell them to help guide them in that conversation?
1: Um, Well, the first thing is it definitely needs to be a private conversation. Like, you don't need to call them out in front of their friends or, or anything of that nature. It doesn't need to be in front of the kids or anything like that. Like, this needs to be a private conversation between you and that person. So, you want to get secluded somewhere to where you can have a private conversation. And then first, you always want to tell the person all the things that I love about them just to kind of, you know... Show that hey, I do love you. I do care about you, and then kind of lead into the the situation at hand. Like hey, I just want to tell you that you're a wonderful wife. I love everything about you. I love what you do for our family. I love that you do this. I love that you do that. Um, but I do see an area where we might need to, um, an area that we need to address. Like this has been going on for, you know, however however long it's been going on. Hey. You know, I've been noticing a trend. You've been drinking every single night after we come in. Like, uh, I don't think that this is healthy for our family. I don't think it's healthy for you. Um, I really would like to see, you know, the the alcohol consumption stop or at least cut back or whatever the situation may be. I don't know your specific situation, but to just kind of – I usually like to say make it a, a – a, I, I can't remember what the book was that I was reading, but they always said – use the sandwich method. And the sandwich method is you you leave with love. In the middle is your, your meat and stuff. That's where you're trying to confront an issue. And then you put another piece of bread, which is you exit with love. So then once you once you confront the issue, once you say what, what needs to be said, you come back to, hey, I just want to remind you, like, I really do love you. Like, I really do appreciate everything that you do for us. Like, I know that you know, it's not easy to hear these things that we brought up, but I do want you to know that I do care about this relationship. You know, maybe it's not a life, maybe it's just a friendship. You know, I, I really do care about this friendship and I want us to be able to move and grow moving forward. Um, does, that, does that help?
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So just know whether you are especially on the wrong path right now and and you know it. Typically, we do know that we are going down the wrong path. We just don't want to accept it. Realize and understand if you have somebody that cares enough to step up and confront you, those people love you. They truly love you. They are seeking after you to help you. So don't get offended by that. And if you're the person that is taking that leap of faith and stepping out and helping the person that you love and care about, don't take it to heart, like Daniel has said, if they lash out at you. You are doing what you're supposed to do by helping them get on the correct path. But over after everything is said and done, though, you've still got to give everything over to God. At the end of the day, you've got to give everything over to God and continue to pray Pray over them, pray over yourself, and just know that he's going to be there in the midst of it all. Uh,
1: one other thing that I wanted to share before we jump off here, um, just realize that whenever you confront an issue like that, a lot of times it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. So like, don't, don't think that like you confront a situation and then all of a sudden it gets worse and you're like, well, man, I should have never said anything to begin with. Um, A lot of times the way this works, unfortunately, is, you know, the enemy, he doesn't like when you start confronting things and you start to try to get somebody on the right path. So a lot of times these situations are going to get a lot worse before they get better. Like when I had conversations with Mia, I mean, it got to the point where she was one week away from filing for divorce. She would already said she was going to South America. Yeah. And um, so she went to South America and she was like, Hey, when I, I'm just letting you know. Whenever I get back from South America, I'm filing for a divorce. And it was in that moment, while she was in South America, that God did a radically, uh, just completely transformed her heart, and that He finally opened her eyes to see this the the love and everything that I had for her, and she decided she wanted to give it another chance. But it was it had to get a lot worse. It was probably. A year or two journey in there where we were constantly in this, you know, arguing and strife and continual just butting heads and things of that nature before it finally got to the point where she hit rock bottom and she was able to allow God to do something inside of her. So, a lot of times these situations, they do have to get worse before they get better. Not, it doesn't always have to be that way, but typically that's the way it goes. You're going to confront a situation. It's going to get a little bit worse. You're going to have to continue to press in because the enemy wants to see how, how much you're willing to fight for it. You know, he's going to try his best to keep, keep pulling them down. So you're going to have to step up and you're going to have to really fight for what you want. And uh, just just know that, that God is working in your favor and he's going to use these moments in your life to be able to help people in the future. If it wasn't for the things that me and Mia had went through we wouldn't be here today able to share what we've walked through and and able to to help everybody else. So just, just know that God is working this for your good, even though it may not seem like it at the time.
0: Yeah, that's so good. Do you have anything else? I think that's it. That's good. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for joining in and listening today. Um, I hope you go and like, share and comment. Give us all the comments. We want to hear your feedback. So shoot us a message and we can't wait to talk to you all again. Bye.